Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Leviticus 4. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we think about Jesus and His blood cleansing our sin. We thank you so much for Him. We are sorry for the things that we have done that have polluted your holy place. We thank you that you have made provision to solve that problem. We thank you through Jesus. Amen. Leviticus 4 Then Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the Israelites, saying, If a person sins by an unintentional wrong from any of Yahweh's commands that should not be violated, and he violates any of them, if the anointed priest sins, bringing guilt on the people, then concerning the sin that he has committed, he shall bring a young bull without defect for Yahweh as a sin offering. He shall bring the bull to the tent of assembly's entrance before Yahweh, place his hand on the bull's head, and slaughter the bull before Yahweh. The anointed priest shall take some of the bull's blood and shall bring it to the tent of assembly, and the priest shall dip his finger in the blood and shall spatter some of the blood seven times before Yahweh in front of the sanctuary's curtain. The priest shall put some of the blood on the horns of the altar of fragrant incense before Yahweh, which is in the tent of assembly, and all the rest of the bull's blood he must pour out on the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the entrance of the tent of assembly. He must remove all the fat from the bull of the sin offering, the fat that covers the inner parts, and all the fat that is on the inner parts, the two kidneys, and the fat that is on them, which is at the loins, and the liver's lobe that he must remove in addition to the kidneys, just as it is removed from the ox of the fellowship offering sacrifice, and the priest shall turn them into smoke on the altar of the burnt offering. But the bull's skin and its meat, in addition to its head, its lower leg bones, its inner parts, and its offal, he shall carry all of the bull outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place, to the fatty ashes dump, and he shall burn it on wood in the fire. It must be burned on the fatty ashes dump. If Israel's whole assembly did wrong unintentionally, and the matter was concealed from the assembly's eyes, and they acted against any of Yahweh's commands that should not be violated, so that they incur guilt, when the sin that they have committed against that command becomes known, the assembly shall present a young bull as a sin offering, and they shall bring it before the tent of assembly, And the elders of the community shall place their hands on the bull's head before Yahweh, and he shall slaughter the bull before Yahweh. Then the anointed priest shall bring some of the bull's blood to the tent of assembly, and the priest shall dip his finger in the blood, and shall spatter it seven times before Yahweh in front of the curtain. He must put some of the blood on the altar's horns before Yahweh in the tent of assembly, and all the rest of the blood he must pour out on the base of the altar of the burnt offering, which is at the tent of assembly's entrance. He must remove all of its fat from it. He shall turn it into smoke on the altar. He shall do to the bull just as he did to the sin offering's bull, so he must do it. The priest shall make atonement for them, and they will be forgiven. He shall bring the rest of the bull outside the camp, and he shall burn it, just as he burned the first bull. It is the sin offering for the assembly." 
When a leader sins and commits an unintentional wrong against any of the commands of Yahweh his God that should not be violated, so that he incurs guilt, or his sin he has committed is made known to him, he shall bring a male goat without defect as his offering. He shall place his hand on the he-goat's head and slaughter it in the place where he slaughtered the burnt offering before Yahweh. It is a sin offering. The priest shall take some of the sin offering's blood with his finger, and he shall put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and he must pour out the rest of its blood on the base of the altar of the burnt offering. He must turn all of its fat into smoke on the altar, like the fat of the fellowship offering's sacrifice. And the priest shall make atonement for him because of his sin, and he will be forgiven. If any one of the people of the land sins by an unintentional wrong by violating one of Yahweh's commands that should not be violated, so that he incurs guilt, or his sin he has committed is made known to him, he shall bring as his offering a female goat without defect, as his offering for his sin that he committed. He shall place his hand on the sin offering's head and slaughter the sin offering in the place of the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of its blood with his finger, and he shall put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and he must pour out all the rest of its blood on the altar's base. He must remove all of its fat, just as the fat was removed from the fellowship offering sacrifice, and the priest shall turn it into smoke on the altar as an appeasing fragrance for Yahweh. The priest shall make atonement for him, and he will be forgiven. But if he brings a lamb as his offering for a sin offering, he must bring a female without defect. He shall place his hand on the sin offering's head, and he shall slaughter it as a sin offering in the place where he slaughtered the burnt offering. The priest shall take some of the sin offering's blood with his finger, and he shall put it on the horns of the altar of the burnt offering, and he must pour out all the rest of its blood on the altar's base. He must remove all of its fat, just as the lamb's fat from the fellowship offering sacrifice was removed, and the priest shall turn them into smoke on the altar upon Yahweh's offerings made by fire, and the priest shall make atonement for him because of his sin that he committed, and he will be forgiven. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 1, we had the burnt offering. In chapter 2, we had the grain offerings. And in chapter 3, we had fellowship or peace offerings. Now in chapter 4, we get to the sin offering. This is not an optional offering. If they sinned, they had to make the sin offering. And it is specified for unintentional sin. The opposite, which this offering does not cover, is an intentional or willful sin. The Hebrew phrase for that was a high-handed sin. In the next chapter, God will give some examples of these types of sins. And interestingly, the offering required is not based on the type of sin, but on who committed the sin. The person in a higher position had to bring a greater sin offering. So Yahweh starts with the anointed priest. This probably means the high priest, although all priests were anointed. The sacrifice of the high priest sins is a young bull. The way he slaughters the bull is similar to the other sacrifices we have read about, but in this case, the priest must bring the blood of the bull into the tabernacle and sprinkle it seven times in front of the curtain of the most holy place, and then he will put some blood on the horns of the altar of incense. Then he takes the rest of the blood back 
out to the bronze altar and pours it out there at the base of the altar. Then he will burn all the fat portions on the altar, but the rest of the animal, the meat, will be burned outside the camp. Next, we see the offering if the whole assembly sins unintentionally. Their offering is the same as the high priest's offering, a young bull. Then, instead of the high priest laying his hand on the head of the bull, as he did when it was his sin, the elders of the Israelites will place their hands on the head of the bull before it is slaughtered. And again, the bull's blood is brought into the tabernacle and sprinkled before Yahweh, just like when the priest sins. The fat portions are burned on the bronze altar, and the rest of the animal is burned outside the camp. Then we come down the level of importance to a leader of the community. A leader will bring a male goat for a sin offering. As usual, he will place his hand on the head of the goat and slaughter it. The priest will take the blood and put it on the horns of the bronze altar. In this case, the blood is not taken into the tabernacle. The fat portions are burned on the bronze altar. It doesn't specify here, but we will understand as we go along that the meat of the sin offering may be eaten by the priest. It may not be eaten by the one who sinned. Then we go down to the common person who sins. They must bring a female goat or a female sheep. First, Yahweh describes what to do with a female goat. As we have come to expect, the sinner will place his hand on the head of the goat and then slaughter it. The priest will put some blood on the horns of the altar and dump out the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. He will burn the fat portions on the altar. The description of the sheep follows the same pattern. Again, it doesn't specify what happens to the meat of the sin offering here, but we will learn later that the priest could eat that meat. And now for a deeper dive. Since we don't offer these different sacrifices ourselves today, it probably seems a bit less important to our understanding of all this. And when we read these parts of the Bible, we might find our mind wandering, our eyes glazing over, and we get to the end of the chapter without learning anything. But I know there are lessons for us here. You'll just take a little more effort to understand them. One obvious thing we can learn is that these offerings were available for unintentional sin. They were not available for willful sin. There wasn't an option of saying, I'll go ahead and sin here and just offer a sacrifice later. And we should not think that we can do that ourselves either. Jesus' blood is worth so much more than these bulls and goats. And if we sin on purpose, we're treating Jesus' blood as of little value. Another thing we can learn here is that all sin is sin. The value of the sacrifice required did not depend on the specific sin committed. But we also learn that the value of the sacrifice depended on the position of the sinner. James tells us in James 3.1, Not many should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we will receive a greater judgment. So if we are in a position of authority, it makes a sin worse. Which is maybe the opposite of what people tend to think. They think they can get away with more if they are in a higher position. But not with God. We also learn that a sin against God defiles the tabernacle. I think this takes a little more thought. But why was the blood placed on the horns of the altar? The altar needed to be purified from the sin of the sinner. And remember I suggested the golden altar of incense in the tabernacle represents our place and our prayers before God in heaven? So when the high priest, or all the people, sin, then the altar of incense has to be cleansed with blood. So our sin doesn't just affect ourselves. It is a defilement that must be cleansed. 
we should be so thankful for the blood of Jesus to cleanse us. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.